Hello. What's up, man? Thought you had more. No, I had nothing. (laughs) What's going Uh, on? I see your sweater vest, Butterfield, today. Well, I knew if I changed clothes, I'd just pass the fuck out. So um, (laughs) here I am in my my teacher get up. Um, Big day today. Lots of things to cover. Texas is just all over the news. We can't help but be the center of attention. Um, We fucking just love being that guy. Um, we are that guy. We, we, we elect that guy. Uh, we embody that guy. We feed that guy. We, we don't give a fuck if people are dying at Astro World. Um, we'll just continue the show. We'll just continue the show. We won't stop until eight people are dead. Um, and hundreds and, injured and hundreds injured. Um, also, also, I believe that's the uh, third time that has happened with that particular rapper at that particular venue for that particular festival that he throws. So why he is not in jail currently is really confusing to me, um, kind of enraging because he keeps fucking doing it. And, um, and it's, he's not, clearly just, not, ref- it's not just that festival or that venue. It's also it's happened in New York City where somebody threw a person over the third floor balcony of Terminal Five, and then he encouraged another fan to jump off that balcony into the crowd below. And then when they were taking him out on a gurney, he like gave him a diamond ring. Fuck him. Yeah, and then at Lollapalooza, he told the um, fans to uh, storm the barricades and get on stage and flip off the security guards. No, and he retweeted photos of people. He's done this in the past where he retweeted videos of people rushing and tearing down gates and security entrances and was like, these are my homies, ride or die or some shit like that. Like he's yeah, he's encouraging this insane stand behavior. And it's fucking so insane. why is he not? Why, why is he? He has to face charges. He has to. One would he's think. been charged in the past in the past. Yeah, with inciting a riot. Like, I think it was three <laughs> misdemeanor charges of inciting a riot in the past. Fucking give him a felony. Throw this motherfucker in prison. Throw the book at him. Ruin his life. Fuck that guy. And fucking fuck insane. that venue. And fuck, like, everybody involved. I'm so, like, I just ate, like, four chicken tenders, yeah. uh, a, ba- a bowl of rice, and a microwave Amy's, and I'm still hungry. And uh, <laughs> and I'm mad at Travis Scott. Also, what the fuck is this Austin University thing? I was going to say, you know, I think it's going to be a really good thing for you and I to uh, really exercise in- our freedoms and in- enroll. Enroll. I am officially a student at the University of Austin. <laughs> How much does it cost? I, mean, I have no idea. <laughs> Who cares? Oh, my God. Uh, do you think that so I've heard I've seen some people talk about how UT might sue them for calling themselves the University of Austin, but I don't like what how would what grounds would UT have for that? I don't think they would have any grounds except for the fact yeah. that they're like super powerful, but they're the yeah, University I mean, of Texas at Austin, which but I mean, they, what about St. Edwards University in Austin? Like, I mean. Right. There's other universities. There's an Austin college. See, what I thought was going on 
was that something happened at Austin College, which is a little Catholic school in Sherman. Yeah, that'll that some people that I went to high school with went to, and um, uh, so I everyone was talking about Austin University, and I was like, for like, I mean, obviously I was also at school, but like, so I was only catching glimpses of this during passing periods, but it was just like, uh, like for a minute I was just like, why is everyone talking about Austin College? Three hundred people go there. Like, like who gives a shit? And then it's like, oh, oh. Oh, right. The blue bubble of Austin, Texas is attracting more flies, more, more parasites, more alt-right comedians, more (laughs) alt-right journalists now, I guess. I love that this whole myth that Austin is like this liberal land of dandies and is just like now being dispelled because it was never like that. It was never really like that. They had hippies, which are, I guess people think hippies are liberal because they smoke pot. Hippies are not necessarily liberal. Uh, Mm -hmm. They might be like, I mean, I know most of the hippies I know are pretty racist and uh, also pretty misogynist. And a lot of them are Christian. And um, it's just like, at least in my experience in meeting with Texas hippies, New York doesn't really have hippies and the hippies that are there, they don't stay very long because it's not a very hippie I- inclusive spot. Well, the hip, they're, so up, run into they're upstate. Right, right, right. They're not in the city. Right. Yeah. They're all in like Woodstock and fucking New Paltz and shit like that. Yeah. Hudson, maybe. Yeah, uh, for sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. That's <laughs> that shithole that's in New York. <laughs> um, God, have you ever been to a worse city in your life? I remember just I've ranted about this before on the pod. You cannot walk down the sidewalk in Hudson except for on one city block, and that's this one city block that has like fifty art galleries, where you're, you're buying, you're paying fifty thousand dollars for paintings from somebody nobody's ever heard of. Nobody ever will hear hear of and are okay at best. (laughs) (laughs) Not going to be hung Uh, in the fucking museum anytime soon, but you can pay 50 grand to have it on the wall of your studio apartment in in your house. (laughs) Exactly. And then you can be like, look, I have this guy's painting. Ever heard of him? You wouldn't know. People. And then people will go, oh, cool. <laughs> and then that'll be the end of it. And then you can say something really just rude and be like, I wouldn't expect you to know him. Yeah. I mean, that's what I would do. That's <laughs> what I actually do a lot of times. <laughs> Damn it, Matt. I wouldn't I expect you to know about this, but uh... I, w- I don't necessarily say I wouldn't expect you to. Well, I don't know. I have definitely said that before. <laughs> it's okay. So have I. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've said it to you. <laughs> <laughs> and I. Uh, yeah, you probably did. Matt thinks he's so, better than me, everybody. Oh, well, I am. Um, <laughs> it, uh, <laughs> um, uh, little, you got anything? What else happened? So Austin University. Who is the person behind this? Apparently Barry some, Weiss. Yeah. Former New York Times columnist, Barry Weiss. She's uh, crazy. That's yeah. a woman, right? B-R-A-Y. I believe so. 
She's nuts. This, She's like uh, honestly, this may be why UT is trying to sue because when you Google University of Austin, the first thing that pops up is University of Tech. First thing that pops up is University of Texas at Austin. Well, I haven't actually heard that UT is is suing. Just that a lot of people that like worked there or went there is just like I cannot wait for UT to sue these motherfuckers into the ground. And I'm just kind of like, oh, I guess UT is rather litigious. I had no idea. Um, oh, UT doth not fuck around when it comes to shit. I'm sure. I mean, they're all about the brand. That's all they care about is the brand. Oh, it's, that's I it. Mean, that's it. I mean, it is what it is. It's a good school. Don't get me wrong. But but they care about the brand and nothing else. Um <laughs> Announcement of the new liberal arts institution called Austin University. This is from Forbes, which bills itself as anti-censorship and dedicated to the fearless pursuit of truth, was met with a polarizing response on Monday. The creation of the university was announced early Monday morning uh, in the Substack newsletter of Barry Weiss, a former new... New York Times columnist who's known for railing against cancel culture in what she claims is censorship in journalism and other public forums. On its website, the proposed university lists 31 members of its board of advisors, which is filled with critics of the state uh, of the state higher education in the U.S., including former Harvard uh, University president Lawrence Summers, whoever the fuck that is, Brown University Economist Glenn Lowry. I, I I guess these people are right wingers that are people right wing people know who that is. Uh planet. I don't know who any of these fucking people are. It's okay. Long story short, is that this is a school that is not an accredited university yet, that in their relentless pursuit of truth are rejecting all liberal and neoliberal ideologies. Uh-huh. What you, you just read something. Like a- they're just they're doing like a GoFundMe. They're yeah. doing a fundraiser. They're trying <laughs> to raise two hundred and fifty million dollars. <laughs> I thought that they had it ready to go. They're not ready. No, they have. <laughs> they're doing their first course this summer. Oh, my God. Whoa. What? What? Trump University at Austin. Some people are calling it. Okay. Uh, we're developing a financial model that streamlines administrative costs, which would allow us to provide lower intuition because that's what you want. You don't want to pay the people make uh, that are doing the, the work for you. That's how you get good results, especially in education. Oh, yeah. You know, there's nothing like it. I just can't wait. I can't wait to be on campus, be walking around with a bunch of like-minded people who are all just in the pursuit of truth, just screaming the N-word. It's going to be so much fun. Oh, my God. What a, what a mess and a half. I think they just announced their, uh, their mascot for their football team is going to be the R-word. <laughs> Which one? They're going to be the University of... <laughs> They're going to be the University of Austin bleep skins. <laughs> oh, that one. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it would have been. Hey, hey, you know, you could go either way there. <laughs> We're the R words. <laughs> There's a couple of them. 
Oh, <laughs> oh man, a couple of them. I forgot there are multiple R words. I'm I'm in football mode, baby. It's football there's season. A, there's also two F words, um, mm-hmm. and then I always have to de- uh, define which one students are saying um, <laughs> whenever they get in trouble. Um, so uh, it is football season. How how did those Cowboys do yesterday? Hey, god awful. Oof, it was a yesterday rough one, was know. bad. What happened? I actually didn't catch it. I was I busy. don't know. It just felt like the Broncos had the answer for every single thing that we do. Oh, they just, shitheads. They just whipped our ass for no oh. fucking reason. For no reason? Yeah. Oh, we didn't even wow. call their mom fat. Wow. We didn't call their mom fat. We didn't say their auntie's a hoe. They just came up in our house and slapped us upside the head. That's what I mean. Why didn't we start with that? We usually start with that kind of talk. Maybe if we started with that, it would have gotten in their head a little bit. That's true. Maybe we should be a little meaner. Yeah, maybe we should be like, your your mom is fat and then kick the ball off (laughs) and then sack the quarterback and be like, yeah, auntie's a hoe. (laughs) That's right. You hear that, auntie? You hear that Teddy throws a belt, you son of a bitch. <laughs> so can you tell that I have my black lights on right now? Yes, I can. It's fucking rad. It's fucking rad. He's got the whole new office set up going. It's a uh, black light burns. Black light Butterfield is the fucking greatest <laughs> in here. BLB up it. in this bitch. <laughs> I'm fucking 33 years old. Got no wife, no kids and a black light in office. It's rad. <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. Sometimes I think about getting a girlfriend. I'm just like, why ruin a great thing? All of this would go away the moment a woman walked into the house or moved into the house. Oh, yeah. All of my awesome things. All seven of my modest mouse posters. No, five, six, seven. Let's see. It's the three. It's the one. And then it's the two. So six. And then plus the, the signed album, seven framed modest mouse posters in the garbage no they just get all condensed down into one small area yeah right you know how hard and how long i had to fight to hang up a houston astros world series pennant in our house um probably a lot a while six months six months really (laughs) you should say i don't like the colors i don't like the colors she does but she's okay with the cheating you know, actually, John Oliver made a fantastic fucking joke while talking about the power <laughs> grid. Yes, I talking about this. how there's there's three power grids in the United States. <laughs> yeah, uh, basically an East Coast, a West Coast, and then a uh-huh. Texas power grid. And he said it's much like the Major <laughs> League Baseball. You've got the American League and the National League, and then some assholes down in Texas who make their own rules. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. Fucking awesome. Let's go, Astros. We just <laughs> lost the World Series. Fuck. <laughs> oh, let's see Altuve's tattoo. Where's his tattoo? <laughs> Remember that? Remember, yes. like, they were like, he, had, he was healing from a tattoo. Then a week later, he's seen on the beach, no tattoo in sight on his chest. It's like, you know, chef's kiss. Oh, <laughs> I love it. I love sports. <laughs> Don't you? Oh, man. You know, we lost the World Series for the second time in three years. It hurts. Oof. Um, 
it hurts. I get, and especially losing it to the fucking Braves because we used to be a member of the NL and every fucking year in the nineties, when we were a badass team with Vigio and Bagwell and Berkman, the nineties and two thousands, we'd get to the fucking playoffs. We'd always lose in seven games to the goddamn Braves. And so now to lose the world series to him, it's just like a nice full circle of dog shit. Well, I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan and a Dallas Stars fan, so I know how you feel. Hey, sort of. I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan, too. I feel you. Uh, I feel all the pain all the time. And this year, especially as a Texas Longhorn fan, when the year started out so good and then just went straight into the crapper. Oof. It's a rough time for sports. Same with West Virginia. West Virginia's sucking it up, too. They are? Yeah, dude. Damn. We are not going Mountaineers. <laughs> the couches sit unburnt. They are very much not. They are very much not a light. They're just <laughs> they just smell like kerosene and lighter fluid <laughs> while we sit on them and smoke cigarettes. <laughs> Good Lord. Every time I think about the couch burning, I just think of Scott. I do, too. I, I think about how uh, and Donna. Donna was there, too. You got to keep that in mind. Yeah, Donna, that's true. Donna was in in on a lot of that shit. <laughs> she, she, look, look. Oh, my God. Okay, I, have a, I actually have a good story about Donna. And she hates when I post about her, but this is a nice story. Um, uh, last night, I went to Dallas to hang out with my buddy Brian. We watched the French Dispatch, chilled. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to surprise mom and dad. Oh, and just pop in. Popped it. Don't worry. I didn't catch him fucking. But uh, I was, gonna, I I, was just going to say they were naked. No, they weren't. They were. No, my dad, I forgot, was going to see the toadies uh, in Deep Ellum, I think, which I wish I could have gone to that, but just not in the cars when it's on a school night. And um, but then I walk in and mom's just watching TV. Yeah. Watching the blacklist. And then she pauses it and she's just like, oh, hi. She's very happy to see me. And we visit for a bit and I'm there for about 20 minutes and she doesn't turn the TV back on. And then I realize I have interrupted sacred alone time. You know what I mean? Dude, I and, I and I recognized what she was doing is exactly what I do. Whenever I'm just zoned out watching TV, I can't do anything else. I'm just sitting down, being quiet on my phone. And, and I was just like, wow, here's that fucking tree I fell from. Sometimes I, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I just see all the dumbass shit I do. And I look at my dad and I'm like, all right, that makes sense. I come, I'm half of you. And then all the time I'm left wondering, like, where's like the where's all the smart stuff that Donna's got going on? And um, but now I see it's like, oh, wow, she does what I do. It yeah. runs in the family. Yeah, and I totally fucked. It. I was and then I realized what was going on. And I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna head out. She's like, OK, bye. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's like, you don't get it. I'm trying to watch James Spader. Right. I'm trying to just like figure out who's on the blacklist. <laughs> <laughs> Old Boomer TV. Good machine is all over that. But, um, <laughs> Same with my in-laws. Good um, 
great googly moogly. It's just like, how do you what? Never mind. I'm not going to talk about that. Um, <laughs> it's just that she has such good taste in everything else. Anyway, that's the last thing I'll say. Um, <laughs> she's such better taste than me in everything else. But anyway, um, but it's absolutely uh, true, though, that fucking sacred alone time. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, it is. Mm-hmm. It's the best. Yes. When you're married, it's just like. Right. It makes the world of difference. She's just hanging out with her with her dogs. <laughs> Everybody's cool. And then, of course, I show up and I get the dogs all fucking crazy. <laughs> and she's like, God damn it, Matt. I thought I got rid of you. Right. Well, I don't know. For it's a not, second I, time. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, I thought I was. Yeah. Right. <laughs> We've launched this boat before. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming you still have a key to your parents' house. Uh, yeah. I also just know how to get in. Oh, okay. I don't I no longer have a key to my parents' house. Weird. Right? You know the security codes? What's well, I mean, I know the alarm code, but there's not like a I go in through the garage and you have to there's a code for that, and then there's a code for the security code. Oh, we don't have that. We and have a I, we have a house I, alarm. I have never used my front door mm. to enter that house ever in my life, unless like I was in the front yard. <laughs> My parents' house was built in the 50s, so the garage does not go into the house. Mm, the garage, although the garage goes into a laundry room that then goes into the backyard, which is kind of a cool feature. Mm. <laughs> it's pretty nice. Mm. But to Ours do laundry, you have to go outside. Nope. Already no. Absolutely not. I am so sick of going outside to do laundry. You go out the back door and then immediately to the right is the laundry room. So it's very 50s. It's very 50s. And that's also because I I bet because uh, you could just walk right outside, hang your clothes up on the line. And my mom still does. My mom has a line. My mom hangs clothes on the line. And actually, it's fucking rad. (laughs) <laughs> is it better i've always thought there's i've always watched that and been like there's no way that's not much better it's so much better for your clothes it's yes. like light years better for your clothes right. when i first moved out of my parents house i was like you know like a year or two and like why are all my clothes wearing out what the yeah. fuck am i doing wrong and then i realized it's because my mom hang dries everything except like you know wow. towels underwear and socks you know what i mean sure shirts sure. pants shorts all that shit anything that's hang dried like, hang dried jeans button downs everything hang wow dry. and they so last nice. for fucking ever that's so nice yeah and then when you take them off the line they're like a little stiff so mm. they're like super easy to iron and they look mm. great i'm like god mm. damn mom really had it figured out fuck yeah <laughs> still does when i go home and she does my laundry because you know sh- before i come home you know i go home i wear whatever i wear and then like the night before my flight back she'll always be like let me do your dirty laundry I'm like, all right yes mom and then i get in a shit just so good yeah it's so good <laughs> how long does it take to dry when you get dry well on the coast about an hour and a half <laughs> depending I'm surprised on the day. it's that short i'm surprised it's that short i mean i would have i would think that it would take longer than that i don't know it depends on how hot it is you know oh, but sure 
in the summer, like you could hang a shirt out to dry and get it in 30 minutes. Hmm. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Hot as fuck down there, baby. And same wow. in Dallas. I'm not saying it's any, uh, it's just the same. Yeah, sure. We, we uh oh, my internet connection is unstable. Uh oh. Dan I... better not be. <laughs> Outage and for they gave us a discount and they sent me a, a text message to be like hey we're gonna charge you 83 cents just a heads up <laughs> like great cool i definitely won't notice that awesome <laughs> come bring it to you <laughs> can i can i pay that in change <laughs> oh speaking of austin i'm going to austin this weekend oh what are you doing to Leslie Johnny's uh, wedding, Johnny Clement, Leslie Mungie. Oh, nice! Yeah, they, got, they actually got married last year, but obviously none of us could go, and um, so this is just like I think they might be doing another thing. I'm going for the reception, just for the party. Nice. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> I'm so Fuck excited. Yeah. That's going to be great. Where is it? Do you know? Oh, uh, um, no, not off the top of my head. <laughs> um, I forgot what I was going to say. Lake Travis is, I think it's near Lake Travis. Okay. So like out on 620 somewhere or something like that. Yeah. My old hood where I lived my last year in Austin. Weren't you like right on the lake? Yeah, I was like really close to the lake. I was... Like 620 and 2222. This is riveting fucking radio right now. It is. I mean, fucking <laughs> shut up. I want to be wondering. Your internet is really bad right now, and you're echoing and cutting out all over the place. God damn it. Okay. I don't know what to do about that other than I don't, I know. I'm just letting you know. Waiting it out, waiting it out. Let me know when it stops. We can cut this out. Okay. Um, going is it still being a dick no you're good okay good so it's at star hill ranch okay rad sounds like a wedding venue in texas if i ever heard one right <laughs> star hill ranch austin texas all right yeah yeah star hill ranch you know, when you were like, when I lived in Austin, me and Andrea would like go places and we thought like, oh, this is as fancy as it gets. We went to this fucking uh, Mexican restaurant in Lakeway and we thought it was super fancy because they had white linen tablecloths. We were like, this is fancy. <laughs> this is living. This is I mean, live life 365, baby. I mean, that definitely adds about two bucks at least to the fucking price. <laughs> Cause they, gotta they got to wash, wash that mother after you leave. Mm-hmm. They got to pay <laughs> for that fucking rental charge, baby. They got to pay for that drop off and delivery and pick up and starch and clean. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll never forget at an old Javelina, um, the rich, the first executive chef there, the fucking psychopath <laughs> that claimed to be a part of the mob. He, oh, um, uh, which he was not. 
Of course not. A, he was just a money launderer. Nobody um, that ever says they are are. It's like, you, yeah, you. If you were, you wouldn't fucking talk about it, right? And also, we would just know. <laughs> yeah. Right. I would imagine. Anyway, um, I mean, they're not shy about it. They have coming out. They have like so and so just got made parties like that happens in yes. Brooklyn, in Williamsburg. Um, I remember like hearing about one going on over by McCarran Park one time. And it's just like, really? Um, anyway, <laughs> I'll never forget. He uh, just decided out of the blue that he didn't like our napkin launderer. Yeah. And just like canceled the contract out of nowhere, just hired someone else. And then <laughs> uh, I remember watching this play out. It was in the middle of the day. Dude comes in and uh, he's like, I'm here to meet with Rich. And he's got a big smile on his face about the laundry. And we were, and he was like, oh, all right. Had Rich. Rich is annoyed that I told him that someone was there to talk to him. And then and uh, and it's just like, well, I don't in that situation. I just never know what man, what to do when managers get mad at people for telling them that someone is there. It's like, why would you tell them I was here? It's like, motherfucker. What am I supposed to do uh, anyway? Um, my response he, to the person who says that is, uh, all right, thanks, man. I'll send them away. <laughs> so, yeah. That's what I always say. Like, all right, I got this. I'll go out there. I'll take their card and be like, yeah, we'll be in touch. Not talking to that guy. Yeah, that which is totally understandable. And what you should be doing, not going, why'd you tell him I was here? Anyway, I would never say um, that. Um, well, Rich did. Chris did all the time. Chris um, definitely does that. And it's just like, fuck you, dude. Anyway, does that to me. And I'm brand, and I'm new there at the time. I was like, I don't what want me to do. He's here. And then I, I, I'm behind the bar listening to the talk. And he's just like, so we haven't gotten an order from you in like eight. We wanted to check because it looks like you have he like holds up napkins that I handed him. And Rich is like, oh, yeah, we got a new guy. And he goes, you have this contract that you're supposed to fulfill with us. And Rich goes, I, I don't care. <laughs> and the guy goes, well, I guess you'll our lawyer will be in touch with you. And then he goes, all right. Let's uh... All right, take two on this motherfucker because of uh, the brilliant services provided by Sudden Link Internet. Uh, you pieces of shit, do your job right. Anyway, uh, what I was saying was that Rich just like backed out on this contract and like everyone was so calm about it, it freaked me out. <laughs> it was That's just how- so frightening. <laughs> That's how business gets done, you know? I guess you just set up to yourself for a lawsuit. Yeah. You know, it's just like, okay, well, you don't want to do that. Well, then we'll talk in court. Okay. Sounds good. See you later. Well, I mean, that's, I see that from the guy, the visitor's point of view, the point of view I'm struggling with is riches (laughs) where he's just like, all right, fine. Sue us. Like what? He probably doesn't think he's actually going to get sued. Yeah, I guess there is that. 
Well, it's also the point of when like you're threatened with a lawsuit. It's like, oh, you're going to sue us, blah, blah, blah. Okay, let's see you do it. And then once you do it, then you're trying to figure out how to settle it. None of this shit ever really actually makes it to court. Yeah, it's still a pain in the ass, though. Yeah, it can be. And like, why? Why uh, is it really like that much cheaper to get your get your napkins uh, laundered somewhere else? I think it. I think in this case, there's more of a, a connection issue. It feels oh. like Rich wanted his business to go elsewhere for other reasons. Well, that's also very possible. <laughs> his contract was very quickly not renewed after that, so. <laughs> not invited back into the ownership no Havelina. it's a completely different place now man nobody works there that used to work there that's so weird except for maggie that's it <laughs> wow whatever maggie and dre the best maggie and dre well dre, dre's like the beginning of the people that didn't work there yeah that's true it's, everything changed after dre got there right <laughs> But Chris is back in Austin. He no longer lives in New York City or works at Havelina. What happened there? No idea. I think he just got I. So his last, I want to say, six to eight months at Havelina, he was completely checked out. The last six, eight months that I was there, he was uh, he was completely checked out. He was fucking done with it. Yeah, I mean, that's about where he was when I was there. Uh, I mean, I don't know. He was way more involved leading up to everything. And then like, we just wouldn't see him. Nobody would see him for like three months. Like he was never there. He would like randomly pop in at union square, Havelina for like five minutes to like get a package that he had sent to there and then go back home. Cause he moved to Gramercy. So he would just like, right. Walk a block over, pick up some like fucking Xbox remotes that he had shipped to Havelina and then go home. <laughs> <laughs> whatever i guess hundred thousand dollars a year for that <laughs> jesus ridiculous yeah fucking insanity but yeah that's when you that's kind of when i knew the writing was on the wall it was time to move on with my life for sure for sure for <laughs> sure for sure absolutely positively anyway um so that was that story uh do you have any recommendsies or anything like that um, I don't. <laughs> I have a couple of anti recommendsies. Not Ooh. quite. Don't at me, bros. But things that I would boy the Eternals. I've what heard nothing a, but bad things. What a snooze fest, <laughs> Matt. This movie with characters I know nothing about these obscure fucking characters because they are obscure in Marvel are uh, you need to if if you decide to go see it you need to be ready for a three hour commitment oh god I was there people I don't know for people you don't know anything about you don't know anything about them so they have to tell you Literally, the beginning of this movie starts as in the beginning. Oh, suck my butt. Suck a butt, loser. It's like, and then they cover all of human existence or civilization's existence. And all of this, there's like this weird religion 
involved with it. There's like a religious aspect aspect to it where they worship the celestial God called Arishem that like where the, where these celestials impregnate planets with other baby celestials and then the goal becomes to perform an abortion on this celestial that's gonna crack earth open okay all right and it takes them nearly three hours to get there you never see anybody that you recognize they don't show a single other marvel character in it and uh uh, you you are just left wondering, like, why did I watch that? <laughs> because these Marvel movies are like all intertwined. There's like a whole like even with Shang-Chi, like I didn't recognize most of those characters, but they still had one of the bad guys from Iron Man three pop up and he was really fun or like bad guys. He was just like a goofy side character that worked with the bad guys. But you know what I mean? Like it felt like it was in house in universe. Right. This was just. Here's some new people. They're gods or they serve this God. They um, we have to explain everything about them for the first hour. And then we're we'll we'll introduce uh, someone that is supposed to be the antagonist. But then we learn is not the antagonist. It seems it also just seemed like they forgot about certain characters. Like at one point. So so we've been making fun of Kumail. Right. Yeah. We, yeah. We've been shitting on him pretty he, hard for his physique. Do you know why he got jacked? Why? So that he could shoot finger pointer laser guns and then deuce out of the final battle. His character goes, I don't feel strongly enough about this either way. I'm just going to leave. And he leaves. That's his character arc. Good. That's what a the superhero God. decides to do the superhero goes i don't feel strongly about this either way i gotta go that's ridiculous they, they, uh, it's and like it, and his superpower was shooting lasers out of his fingertips literally like pew 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 this sounds like, like the dumbest shit i've ever heard like he shows up on earth seven seven thousand years ago which is about 6,900 years before guns show up, yeah. right? Makes his, 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 his shit, his, his hand into a pistol shape and goes pew, 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 and lasers shoot out. And that's it's why like, he got jacked. And that's why he got jacked, to do that. No one else is jacked in this movie. Just Kumail. There's the guy that plays Rob Stark, and he's muscular, but he's not jacked, jacked. He's more jacked than you or I, but he's not, like, roided up like Kumail. There's yeah. also the, the guy that plays Gilgamesh is pretty pretty jacked as well, but he's not, like, all cut like Kumail is. You know, he, he, yeah. he's, you know he's developed some mass. You can tell he's got a lot of muscle under there, but he's, he's, a, he's a big dude. Right. And, um... I would not call him fat, but he's a big dude. And uh, he's like an offensive lineman. Yeah, kind of less of a belly, but yeah. That, okay. Think about that. Yeah. And um, I'm just left wondering, like, man, do they have any other plans for this? Like, it's because the I, I really think that they this might just be a one and done thing. 
like they were they're like, well, we made this thing. Let's see if people <laughs> like it. Let's not introduce anybody else. Let's not have Captain America show up or any of that happen. They'll all talk about these people. They'll talk about the Avengers. They'll talk about Captain America. They'll talk about, you know, uh, Thanos. Um, but we don't ever see any of those people. <laughs> so that maybe there can be a clean break if it's the failure that it definitely was. Oh, my God. I can't believe they made this shit. And I mean, there's other issues. I mean, I was watching this in Athens, Texas, and there's a point where two men kiss in this movie. And that's all great. I like that. But then, like, behind me, some idiots are going, uh, uh, whenever the guys kiss. Oh, God. It's like, Grow are you going I, and by the way, I uh, uh, looked to see who it was. These people were easily 23, 24 years old. Not making, children. Making jokes like that. Also, also, one of the characters' name is Cersei. And <laughs> two of the Game of Thrones boys are in this. The two Stark brothers are in this. Um, oh, wow. I, I have no idea why Jon Snow is in it. Kit Harington. He's in it. He does nothing at all. If he is cut from that movie, you would not miss him. Um, <laughs> but at the end of it, he tells the character, I love you, Cersei. I love you. I'm here for you, Cersei. And I get it, right? It's Jon Snow, the guy that plays Jon Snow, saying, I love you, Cersei. It's kind of weird. It's, you know, if, if you're if you're unable to separate and understand that he's an actor, not a real person. The people in front of me started <laughs> losing their minds. Like, yeah. <laughs> ooh, ooh, oh my God. It's Jon Snow. It's Jon Snow saying, I love you, Cersei. It's Jon Matt, as I left, they had gathered a crowd around themselves and were all, they were all regaling the moment that Jon Snow said, I love you, Cersei acting it out with each to each other like oh my god this sounds- i'm i'm just like who are these people what the fuck was that movie <laughs> oh god also i don't know about the french dispatch i want to have to see it again i why i saw it and um i thought you know obviously it's 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 wes anderson so it's beautiful it's poetic but it's it's three stories built within a framework that we don't care about. So I say it's yeah. beautiful, it's poetic, and it's not much of a story. I was trying to figure it out. Like, like what? Like, did it drag for you? At a few points, yes. Oh my! I was like during. Oh, what's that one actor's name? The black guy at the end. He's the story about the cook. What's that actor's name? He's so good. In so many things. Um, God damn it. Um, anyway, he's so good in, in everything he does. He's in Westworld. Uh, he did the voice on What If. Um, yeah. Uh, he's so I can't good. remember his name either, but he's badass. Yeah. But his voice was just like opiates in that movie. It was just <laughs> so soothing. I, my, I, it just made my eyelids so heavy. I just wanted to like lay back and like have him narrate 
a dream or something. <laughs> it was like, man, this is really, really struggling. I'm really struggling through this. But you're right. It's beautiful. It's a Wes Anderson movie. It's great. But the framework, it's like, okay, it's about this imaginary newspaper magazine. column that runs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's not even a full on magazine. It's a it's a column that runs in the local Lawrence, Kansas newspaper. Right. That it's like it just. If there was some way that they had like super hardcore endeared us to Bill Murray's character and this French dispatch thing, then it would have mattered. I don't know it. I think you put it best when you said on Twitter, it should have been a series. Yeah. I mean, like, I think don't you think it would have been more digestible that way? Yeah, I do. And I mean, I really liked the in, the three individual stories I thought were great, great, yeah. little, great little short films within this film. But the framework just doesn't work. Like I said, it's not much of a story. Yeah, it was just kind of like, OK, he's dead and he's shutting it down. And then here are three stories from it. And I was like, all right. Cool. Well, I guess it's over. All right. Was I, I had fun to, watching it? Was I supposed to miss it? Like, I don't really miss it because I didn't have it before I got into the theater. <laughs> oh, man, it's the it's just that thing where he's done. You're always going to compare his new movies to his old movies. And it, I know it's the curse it, of being a good director. That's the thing. And what I love, love, love is all the anti Wes Anderson people. It's like, what do you want from a director? What do you want? I don't know. I, I don't get the anti Wes Anderson people. He's he's making his fucking shit in his vision. It's his it's his shit. He can do whatever he's the fuck un, he wants with it. He's an uncompromising auteur director. I love if it. you are. If you are a fan of film, I don't know what else you want. Yeah. <laughs> what else do you want from a director? <laughs> And what Dude. kills is a lot of people give him shit because like he quote unquote writes about whiteness and only whiteness. It's like, A, no, he doesn't look at Grand Budapest Hotel. Yep. Uh, and B, like, what do you expect him to write about? He's white. Imagine he did what Quentin Tarantino does and just had people saying the N word every other word. <laughs> would you feel like and, and imagine he had people of color saying the n-word every other word like quentin tarantino does how would you feel then i i know that's a little bit of an extreme example but none, nonetheless it's like what do you want from him he is a white guy he is a very privileged white guy from he's Texas. gonna tell those from tech he's gonna tell those stories yeah, those are the stories he knows best. Jesus, <laughs> fucking people. And this movie's rock. Grand Budapest Hotel is legit like a top 10 favorite movie for me. Really? I that was another one of those where that was where he started to kind of fall off for me. Really? I, I like thought it was his, the, I thought it was his best movie. Huh. OK. Yeah. For me, his his best movies are. Uh, Moonrise Kingdom, Royal Tenenbaums, and uh, Life Aquatic. Those are my top three, Wes Anderson. Okay, I would say my top three are Grand Budapest Hotel, Life Aquatic, and Moonrise Kingdom. Okay, Moonrise Kingdom, man. Is, is jacked up. That's it's just amazing. like, 
the heroine of movies. It's like, give me that movie straight into my veins. Kill me with this movie. Oh my God. That's such a good movie. When he pierces her ear. Ah, uh, so symbolic. Ah, symbolism at its finest, my boy. And you got another. So that was your other anti-recommendzy. Kinda. I mean, not. I would say go see it if you're a fan of Wes Anderson. If you're not a fan of Wes Anderson, you're gonna be like, "What the fuck am I watching?" <laughs> I will say it. Oh, something we've been talking about recently. Uh, recommendzy here. A uh, okay. real recommendzy. Drop it. We're all gonna die. It's our only guarantee. Just to pass the time, I suggest you listen to me. It's the not on that podcast. Recommendy. No Dogs in Space. Ooh, yes. The new yes, yes, series yes, yes. about the Velvet Underground. I've listened to the first episode, which is all about Lou Reed. Uh-huh. And has some fucking outstanding quotes from Lou Reed. Oh, like this my. one time when he's yes. at a he's at a candy store and I think he's from Long Island, right? He's yeah. at a candy store in Long Island. He's a kid and he's just like this notorious like he, as a child, he's a curmudgeon. He's uh-huh. a grumpy old man as a child. And this <laughs> girl that he goes to school with looks at him and says, "Hey Lou, Nice. Did you get your hair cut? It looks nice. And he looks at her and goes, oh, fuck off, Carol. (laughs) (laughs) He's such a weird fucking guy. And he is bizarre. What a bizarre (laughs) character. They are all bizarre. Uh, I I'm right on right on the right on the same wavelength as Matt. This series on of No Dogs is so good. I've listened to the first three episodes, and the third one, I believe it is, is the one I'm most recent to. So obviously, uh, which is the one where they talk where Andy Warhol becomes their manager. And holy fuck! See, I had forgotten until you mentioned it to me last night when we were texting about it. I. Had forgotten that Andy Warhol was a major part of the Velvet Underground and their, oh, everything about yeah. him. So when you reminded me of that, I was like, "Oh shit, that's fucking right. This is about to go into a whole nother fucking zone, baby." Oh yeah, and Andy Warhol is a massive, massive just presence. <laughs> well, I mean, he just has. What's crazy about, I don't know, you got to listen to it. What's crazy about it is that Andy Warhol is like, I'll manage this band. And he had no prior experience whatsoever in the music business. Hey, man, sometimes you just got to jump in head first. Yeah, and that's exactly (laughs) what he, well, yeah, that's true. And I would say that that's what he did, but also just go listen to it. Find out what he did. I don't, I would not describe it as jumping in head first. Okay, I'm I'm on it. That's going to be my next thing. In fact, when we're done recording here, I'm just going to take the car out and go for a little drive through Manhattan. And I'll throw that bitch on. How cool is that? You get to do that every now and then, right? And uh, when you come up, guess what you get to do? Oh, you get to go for a ride in my car, baby. Fucking a bro. <laughs> it's going to be so much fun. No, I can't wait. I want to come up there this summer. I want I want to go somewhere this summer. Hell, fuck. Yeah. New York is probably where I will go. Come back. We were talking about Tampa, but I don't know about Tampa. I'd rather go to New York almost. See some yeah. people. 
Tampa's Tampa seems like it'd be could be a really good time because Wes is there. Your uh-huh. cousin, you see your, your cousin, right? Yeah, your Jen cousin's there. there. Yeah. Um. Apparently, Tampa's got a pretty good party scene as well, and some really right. nice beaches. So, see, I was told that the beaches are not in Tampa. They're not technically Tampa proper, but they're associated with Tampa because they're. That's, that's the biggest the city near them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's the airport. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Tom Brady lives there. So we'll go see Tom. <laughs> well, it'll be off season. So he'll probably be at his home in Costa Rica. Is that where his other home is? Yeah. What a weirdo. His off season home is in Costa Rica. And he has said that when he retires, him and um, Giselle are moving to Costa Rica full time. You think he knows Spanish? I bet he does. I fucking hope he at least, I would at least think he's knows enough portuguese being that his wife is oh. brazilian oh that right. has nothing to do with costa rica i'm just thinking as far as languages you'd think he probably has to you know spending as much time yeah. in costa rica as he does yeah who knows do they speak <laughs> do they speak spanish or portuguese there costa rica i'm pretty sure is spanish right i mean that's yeah. spanish costa rica yeah costa rica spanish and of course, his wife's Brazilian, so she speaks Portuguese as her first language. Yeah, Tom, if you're out there, if you're listening, email us mattonmatpod at gmail.com. Let us know what languages you speak. We know that you yourself are from San Mateo, California. Uh, oh. So we want to know. We want to hear from you, Tom Brady. <laughs> and you too, Miller. Could you Miller. have had Miller Light, you sons of bitches? You never hit us back. <laughs> just just send us two pallets or no a pallet one to him one to me yeah then then it's done we'll do six months of reads that's all you got to do pay for my beer for six months i'll buy a storage unit to uh store all this (laughs) miller house your beer (laughs) (laughs) oh here we are just like an hour and a half into trying to record we're just now hitting our stride (laughs) (laughs) i felt good about the front half yeah it's good it's good. I'm just fucking around. Like we're actually now we're vibing. Yeah. We were we were fingering each other's clits at the beginning, and now we're fucking. <laughs> Too far. Hi, mom. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm so used to the fact that my parents don't listen to this that God. I'm just like, eh. Yeah, my parents. That's the thing about being the only child. Yeah. <laughs> Um, they're very <laughs> invested in everything you do um every single chip on the table is me <laughs> they're just looking at it sweating at this point <laughs> like, please don't move back in um <laughs> we'll help pay your student debt please don't move back in um thank you by the way um anyway uh Outstanding, <sighs> out fucking standing. Got a don't at me, bro? No, not really. I'm in a better mood now. Good. And also, also my don't at me, bro, is not airworthy. No, no, no. I'll just say this: I'm not a free babysitter. I got gotcha. anyway. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's all I want to say. Um. So I think that's it for this week. I got to go sit down and zone out for at least two hours. So follow me on Twitter at Twitterfield. Uh, you can follow the, please follow the podcast and engage with the podcast on Twitter at Matt on Matt pod. 
you can email the you can also email us at Matt on Matt gmail.com. I just checked. No new ones. So right in. We'll read it if you write in. Yeah, come on, Colin. I know you're listening every week, you son of a bitch. Yeah, Colin, send us a picture of your wife's boobs or something. I don't know. <laughs> come on. Help us brother out. It's lonely out here in East Texas. Um, uh, what about you, bud? Uh, at MattBeery06 on all my social media. Instagram, Twitter, and as Matt said, Matt on Matt Pod at gmail.com, Matt on Matt Pod, at Matt on Matt Pod on Twitter. Holler at us, spit with us, talk to us. As Matt said, send us pictures of your wife's boobs or, or your boobs or your boobs. Or send us just pictures of boobs. That's yeah. it. It doesn't yeah. have to be your boobs. Doesn't have to be your wife's boobs, your girlfriend's boobs. If you see some good boobs on the internet, you want to show us some boobs, send us those boobs. We're boob gonna- men. We're never gonna. We're never gonna say why'd you send that to me. We're always gonna be like, "Cool." I'll never be offended by a set of boobs. <laughs> Speaking of boobs, okay, except for my own. Uh, okay, go on. Yes. <laughs> so last night, uh, so I started hanging out at this bar called Nurse Betty. Okay. And the guy started going there because one of my wrestling friends, Ellen, is bartender there two nights a week. And I go there, you know, and I actually make a little group of friends at this new bar. It's like this little. Uh, little group it's fun as fuck great people yeah. um so last night specifically i go to hang out with this guy named christian it's his birthday um and frankie who is a burlesque dancer and host and just great good people ton of fun uh-huh. i walk in the door after work i actually got out of work at like 11 20 it was fucking rad super slow night um i walk in the door and you know frankie jumps up gives me a hug christian comes and gives me a hug and he gives me a hug and he goes Hey, Matt, look at that. And he points back towards the door. And on this pole by the door is just this topless chick dancing. I just, love New York City, baby. It's out. And the bartender runs over. is like, please put your shirt back on. Please put your shirt back on, ma'am. You're cut off. <laughs> Amazing. It was great. I thought she was part of the bar or something. That's so no. funny. No, she was oh just a God. chick that took her shirt off and was dancing with her tits out. And oh Christian was like, God. Christian goes, hey, bud, look at that. <laughs> Good news. <laughs> like I said, we'll never be offended by a tit. <laughs> All right. That's it for us this week. Y'all have a great one. Kisses. Here's my butthole. I'm a cat. Bye bye. Nah. Bye. Er-